0: I'm Autumn Lockett.
1: And this is Mitch Randall.
0: And you're listening to Good Faith Weekly.
1: Welcome to Good Faith Weekly. On this episode, it's going to be all about Christmas. We may hit a few highlights of what's going on in the news, but for the most part, we're going to spread a little holiday joy. And in our second segment, you are in for a delight because Autumn and I got together with some of our colleagues at Good Faith Media to talk about their memories and traditions and what they're hopeful for in the future. So it's going to be a great episode, so stay tuned. Hey, Autumn, guess what time of year it is? Halloween. No. Thanksgiving? No.
0: It's too early for Christmas. People keep telling me.
1: It is a little too early for Christmas. No,
0: it's the time of year when
1: nonprofits ask for money.
0: You know, Mitch, I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Well, it is an exciting time of year because even here at Good Faith Media, we need to, from time to time, ask our listeners and readers to help support this great effort of keeping this message alive.
0: Yeah, the voices of inclusive people of faith are tragically underrepresented, yep. leaving many feeling alone. And then we layered in this global pandemic, yep. which pushed all of us further into isolation. But Good Faith Media provides a space for our voices to unite and impact the world for good.
1: And our daily news and opinion pieces provide thoughtful reflection from spiritual and thoughtful leaders around the world.
0: Our Nurturing Faith Journal is a print magazine that circulates six times a year to churches and households nationwide, delivering thoughtful analysis, inspiring features, and Jesus focused Bible study curriculum.
1: And if you like this podcast, Good Faith Weekly, make certain to subscribe to more exciting and challenging podcasts brought to you by the Good Faith Media Podcast Network. Gather around your device as GFM continues advocating for inclusion for all, justice for all, and freedom for all. You can find more information about this at goodfaithmedia.org forward slash donate. Merry Christmas, Autumn. Merry Christmas! I don't know why girls. I just sounded—I just—I I sounded like Mr. Ed at that point.
0: I <laughs> was sort of a Mr. Ed. No,
1: I was going for you know Saint Nick, winnie. and and it, it turned into uh, Mr. Ed pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: First on sleigh, I can see, you That's know, right. with the adult in there together.
1: Yeah. So we are at Christmas week, 2021, Autumn. So tell me and tell the listeners, what are the lockets doing for Christmas? I just can't, I always get really excited and, and a little bit anxious about, uh, you know, what's going to happen over there at the locket household. Oh,
0: well. I mean, truly, we never know. Like, we never know what is going on. Last night, we had like a kerfuffle because the boys had to take a cough medicine, and like Hugo threatened to run away. And in- Ingrid was sobbing because she didn't want her Hugo to run away. So we just never know. Do we get that kink worked out before Christmas so then the holiday will be smooth sailing? Who knows? There's a lot of anticipation and expectation to manage as a parent at Christmas, and you throw in four very different personalities it's always fun. It's always festive. It's not always pretty, but I remember the fits and the crying and the tears or how the kids acted. (laughs) We will remember uh, the twinkle light that Cliff talks about later in our interview with him and just that warmth. And um, what I've learned about Christmas is if you're not feeling it, just turn the music up louder. And louder and louder until you can't help but be in the spirit,
1: well, you know, it truly does not feel like Christmas until somebody has had a meltdown, whether that's you know, a child or an adult. I mean, you know that's what it's all about. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. I mean, if we were to really be honest about the Christmas story, I'm guessing Mary and Joseph on that journey to Bethlehem, you know, may have gotten a little irritated along the way, if you can imagine. would you
0: would you yes. think? Absolutely not a Bucky's in sight. She's (laughs) pregnant, riding on a donkey. Yeah, there were some harsh words. I guarantee you, carrying the Christ or not, pregnancy is pregnancy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's absolutely right. Well, Autumn, it's been a tough, uh, tough couple of years. Uh, Even a, a tough year this last year. We did feel like we were turning a corner in the pandemic, and then all of a sudden, Omicron rushes in and runs everything or trying to run everything uh, with a Broadway you know shows shutting down in New york uh, cases on the rise borders uh, in Europe are starting to close again now the good news is if you are vaccinated and and boosted that omicron is just pretty much less than the flu uh, if, if you contract it. Of course, if you're not, then you're rolling the dice. And yeah,
0: the White House came out pretty strongly with a, a really strongly worded message about folks who aren't vaccinated. Like, I mean, it was dire. In fact, I had to like double check sources because I thought surely that didn't come from the White House. That's that's like farce or something, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'm not going to mix uh, words or mix uh, messages here. Um, the reality is. If your workplace shuts down, if your school, hopefully schools are not going to shut down, but we are getting word that some are transitioning to, to uh, virtual for a couple of weeks. If your 401k goes down, if your holiday plans get scrapped, the group of people that you can blame this on are the unvaccinated. Those who know better, who have the ability to get vaccinated and are choosing not to get vaccinated.
0: Yes, I saw a meme on Facebook, which is, I mean, really, you could just always take that to the bank, right? That said um, the unvaccinated can spread COVID just like the vaccinated. I can play basketball just like Steph Curry can play basketball. (laughs) They're not the same, right? (laughs) They're not the same. The spread is not the same. The severity is not the same. same. Um, So we can just do our part. I mean, for folks who are waiting because they wanted to see how this thing played out, It's been a year since people have, the first people were vaccinated, you know, the very first people on the front lines are vaccinated and there haven't been adverse health reactions to it. There just haven't. So if you're in the white, the wait and see crowd, it's you've waited and you saw.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, hopefully this scares enough people that they're going to roll up their sleeves and, and get the vaccination. But, you know, again, going back to my point, original point, it's been a tough year. It's a tough time right now, and if there's anything that we need more than anything right now, it's Christmas, and it's a season of light. It's a season of hope and joy. Uh, this year, certainly more than last year, we, as long as we're safe and we're cautious and careful, we're able to get around family and friends, and that makes such a huge difference to be able to do that. So being with family and friends makes all the difference, as I said just a moment ago. And so what are you and your family doing for Christmas? Are you family coming into town? You guys going out of town? What are you doing uh, to get together with folks?
0: So we have some family here right now. We did sort of an early Christmas celebration with them. And then on Christmas morning, we always just do Christmas, the six of us here at the house and, um, Santa usually comes, people have been making pretty good choices. So we oh, think good, Santa's good. going to yeah. come and we'll do gifts here and we kind of snack. And then Christmas night, we always have a, uh, it was pretty small last year, but because of COVID, but we invite really anyone who we know. To come over and we order Chinese food and play games and just sort of detox from family time. And uh, it's something that we really look forward to. And then we'll be going down to Texas to see our other side of the family over New Year's weekend. Oh, that sounds lovely.
1: Well, as a recipient of that uh, Christmas evening uh, gathering, it's a wonderful time. So so anybody, you know, in the state of Oklahoma or surrounding states, if you want to come over to Autumn's house, uh, she'd be As long ha- as
0: you're vaxxed and boosted, those are all only stipulations. <laughs> on yeah. And bring a bottle of good cheer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. I love that. So, Autumn, growing up as uh, a young girl in Texas, uh, what are some of your favorite memories about uh, this time of the year?
0: I, I've always been a lover of Christmas. We didn't really do Santa growing up, um, but I just always loved sort of that gift giving. Um, My family would always, the siblings would, you know, get like $5 each or something to to buy a gift for our siblings and I can like, I can go back and tell, I can probably not name a lot of the things that I received for Christmas, but I can tell you what I bought for each of my siblings each year because I would think about it all year. And, um, it was just, you know, one of the only times I had cash in my hot little hands and could spend it on the people (laughs) I loved, So that was fun. And then probably my, one of my favorite Christmas gifts ever was, um, I my grandmother who instilled in me a love of reading like she is the reason I read and she bought me the boxed set of the end of Green Gables books Mm. and I still have it and I read those until the covers came off like they (laughs) were just so good and so well written and they were my first like big girl chapter books. So it's just such I remember opening that and just like smelling the paper and it was amazing.
1: That's awesome. Uh, Well, what about you? Did you know, Christmas memories uh, oh, I've, got so, I've got so many great Christmas <laughs> memories. Uh, probably the one Christmas memory that a lot of people have heard about uh, in sermons that I preached over the years was one morning I was actually in high school, and my younger brother, who's five years younger than me, um, had this just this ability to shake the walls of the house uh, on Christmas morning in different different ways. Well, on this particular Christmas morning, at about four thirty in the morning, we awoke. The house awoke to this sound: beep, the fire alarm.
2: No, and Jesus so my, wasn't even born uh, yet. My, <laughs> my
1: brother <laughs> and I lived on the second floor. My brother, my parents uh, had their master bedroom downstairs. I jump out of my bed, which was a waterbed, by the way. I mean, it was the 80s. That was so cool.
0: We're going to have to circle back to that later.
1: (laughs) Jump out of my waterbed, open up the door, and I'm staring down the hallway to my brother, who has retrieved the ladder from the downstairs garage brought it upstairs don't know why he decided to bring it upstairs but brought it upstairs he's standing on the the ladder and has my dad's pipe lighter right below the smoke detector <laughs> and the thing is just blaring and he is grinning from ear to ear and i said tyler what are you doing and he just smiles and says merry christmas <laughs> And about that same time, my parents are running upstairs wanting to know what's happening. So uh, oh, that was gosh. that was a, a great morning uh, <laughs> for us. And then, you know, every Christmas morning, the same thing would happen. We would go downstairs. Uh, my dad would light a fire. They'd put on uh, Christmas music. For some reason, uh, they loved uh, Willie Nelson's Pretty Paper. And we'd listen to that over Aww. and over again as we opened presents. But before we got in... I did one thing and it was, it kind of became a tradition and I would walk past our front door and I would open up our front door because when I would peer out that front door, there was a gray sedan sitting out in the street and it was pitch black, but you could see the embers of a lit cigarette and smoke circling out the window. And every morning, it was my grandfather. I don't know what time he woke up to get to our house, but he always wanted to participate and watch us open Christmas presents. And so I would turn on the porch light, and the door would open, and... Cigarette would be flicked away, <laughs> and my grandfather would come in and and watch us open presents, and then just you know bringing family later in the day to the house and enjoying an incredible meal uh, that was prepared by my mom and my grandparents, and uh, just it was just a wonderful, wonderful occasion, and just just great memories. And as an adult now, just spending time with my boys and Missy on uh, Christmas morning, and just seeing the pure joy and delight in their eyes, and uh, the older they got their the, the mornings got later and later, but uh even even last year was was a great uh, time to to have them in the house and just mm-hmm. celebrating togetherness that's uh, what it 's all about yeah, so
0: it really is yeah.
1: so uh, another question I have for you you 've got four little ones well you've got three little ones and a and a teenager um, what 's on the top of their Christmas list this year? I have no idea i mean i 'm out of the game autumn i mean i'm i'm I know. I don't know what the the, the toys are, the popular (laughs) toys are for 2021. So so what are they asking for?
0: So Legos are always huge. We have quite a few Lego sets under our Christmas tree. Um, Levin wanted a spy drone. So, um, I'm sure he. That's will... That's a little
1: scary, but go ahead.
0: Right upon opening it, I'm sure he will crash it straight into a brick wall, and it will die by Christmas night. But I hear a rumor that Santa might be bringing that. Uh-huh. Um, Ingrid wants a bike, um, a princess bike. Oh, well, of course. So she she would not accept the green. It's hand really it's down really like brother. a princess chariot. Is is really <laughs> what it's like. It is. <laughs> It is, yeah. She's just sort of a little bitty for her. And so the bike that the boys used at her age to learn to ride is just, it weighs twice as much as she does. So we found her a very light princess bike. So that is coming. And um, we've actually surprised, Ava doesn't know, but we are uh, got her tickets to go see a Broadway show coming through Oklahoma City on oh. the 2nd of January. So she'll be really, that's kind of her big gift. She'll oh, be Oh, that'd
1: be great. How fun. Yeah. Well, Autumn, I wish you and Josh and the whole gang over there at the Lockett household the very merriest of Christmas. I'm sure that we will get together uh, before then. Come eat
0: Chinese food! I
1: know, absolutely. Uh, But I do think we're probably going to be heading over to Tulsa on Christmas Day. uh, Mm -hmm. Because my family received one of the greatest Christmas gifts that we've ever received uh, last week. My brother and uh, the same one who was on the ladder who woke me up at 4.30 in the morning uh, long ago.
0: This gives me hope for my second <laughs> <born>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh,
1: he and his wife uh, adopted a little boy. Um, he's been in foster care for two years. Uh, they've had him since he was five days old. Um, you know, it's been a process, uh, for over two years and there were times where they weren't certain they were going to get to keep him. Uh, he is an adorable, an adorable little guy and we just love him to death. And so we traveled over to Tulsa last week for the adoption ceremony. The judge decreed the issue issued the decree and it's official. And it was just a, a great, beautiful moment. And, you know, anytime you add to your family like that, you, began to realize well, family was a little bit incomplete, but now it feels a little bit more complete now with, with this mm-hmm. addition to it. So so we're going to go over there. My brother's actually hosting Christmas, and so we thought that we need to go over there and spend time with, with him and his family, and so uh, we're excited to do so. But uh, we wish you the very merriest of Christmas, and we're excited about this next segment because Autumn and I got to sit down with our colleagues and talk about what their favorite Christmas memories are and what they're going to be doing this year for Christmas, and uh, they have some wisdom to impart upon us as well, so it's a great interview. yeah.
0: It's like we invited our listeners to the Good Faith Media staff holiday party. That's
1: exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. so uh, it was Get a good your time. eggnog ready. That's right. Get your eggnog ready. And it was a good time. So uh, stay tuned because uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it.
0: I'm Reverend Starlet Thomas, director of the Raceless Gospel Initiative at Good Faith Media and host of the Raceless Gospel Podcast. The Advent season is coming, and we're delivering. A podcast: Jesus is coming. It's an Advent podcast series from us at Good Faith Media. We'll drop four episodes, one for each Sunday of Advent. A season of preparation for a kingdom that is coming. Back up. Give everyone some space. There is plenty good room. Come one, come all to Jesus. Jesus is coming an Advent podcast series by me, Reverend Starlet Thomas. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Learn more at
3: goodfaithmedia.org.
1: Welcome back to Good Faith Weekly, and on this episode, we've got a extremely special episode because we... Star-studded. Star-studded. I like that. A star-studded segment with the staff, well, some of the staff at Good Faith Media. We wanted to bring uh, some of our colleagues uh, into the interview today to just talk about Christmas. I mean, Christmas is about family, colleagues, friends, and we just thought it would be nice to kind of sit around the old Christmas tree, Autumn, and gather around, gather around to hear Christmas stories. So, uh, we're excited that uh, Bruce Gorley's with us all the way from Montana, Kelly Chisholm from Tennessee, Zach Dawes from Austin, Texas, and Cliff Vaughn from Nashville, Tennessee are joining Autumn and I in the studio, or not in the studio, but uh, on Zoom. The works. virtual, studio, the virtual studio. Know. Yeah, there you go. So, so welcome, guys, to uh, Good Faith Weekly.
3: Thanks. Glad Hello. to
4: be Oh.
1: Oh, well, it's great to see you. So uh, Bruce, let's just start with you. You're all the way up in Montana. Please tell me and all of us who live uh, in the southern part of the country that you got snow on the ground.
4: We do have snow on the ground, absolutely. would Would you like some?
1: Yeah, I'll take some for a couple of days and then you can have it right back.
0: <laughs> Is there going to be ice included because we don't know how to drive in that. <laughs>
4: We'll leave the ice up here. Okay, oh, that's
1: great. Uh, so, Bruce, uh, what do you, what do you do in Montana? Uh, what are some of your traditions uh, to celebrate Christmas?
4: Well, uh, Christmas snowmen are nice. Nice, and um, maybe a snowball fight now and then, especially when when our daughter was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do that as as much anymore. <laughs> maybe we should. Um, we have enough snow this Christmas, perhaps we it will. It could be
0: sort of cathartic to throw a snowball at a teenager. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm advice? speaking for myself.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa, perhaps.
0: Either. Yes. Right,
1: right. <laughs> well, that's exciting. You're going to have a big meal there at the house? or Do you guys travel at all?
4: Uh, we will not be traveling on Christmas day. Uh, we will have a big meal. There's already food in the house, uh, that will be prepared uh, ahead of time. Perhaps that's showing some of your homes as well. Okay. So So for some
1: reason I'm thinking Montana Christmas, I'm thinking like elk, buffalo. He he fell a moose
0: or something (laughs) to make this happen. Well,
4: last fall we did hear an elk bugling somewhere in the area of our house. Uh, Before Christmas, Um, they don't bugle this time of year, but um, it is is quite the sound uh, to hear. We do have a herd of deer, and um, if we're fortunate, they will come through our yard on Christmas Day. We'll pretend they are reindeer. I love that. That is awesome.
1: And so, Callie, I've heard a song about meeting a man in Tennessee, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, you living in Tennessee. What what do you and your family do to celebrate Christmas?
2: Well, this year, it's going to be a much better Tennessee Christmas. Um, last year, it was a COVID Christmas in our house. Um, I had COVID last year. Actually, on this day last year, I found out mm. I had COVID. Oh. Um, so last year, it was pretty rough. Uh, my Christmas was limited to uh, the four walls of my bedroom. Um, so this year, you know, it's looking up. Um, Good. COVID's still happening, but it's a lot less... Um, intense this time around. We get to enjoy the outdoors a little bit more, doing seeing the lights, Christmas shopping, all the fun stuff.
1: So Kelly, you grew up as a PK. Your dad's a pastor uh, in Tennessee. So what were some of the family traditions that you had growing up that really meant a lot to you uh, living within a ministry family?
2: Yeah, so the Christmas Eve service was always um, a staple. Um, So we would always go to the Christmas Eve service, kind of dress up, kind of match, but not really match or the same colors. Um, and take a picture in front of the big Christmas tree at the church and um, after the service was over we would always you know get into some comfy pajamas and usually we would usually watch um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas but only the Jim Carrey version that's the only (laughs) version we watch we can quote it back and forth we don't even watch it we just we just quote it we just like we'll read the lines
1: That's great. Uh, So I've also had this very important question for you specifically, Callie, because today is your birthday. Now, growing up, did you have to succumb to the dreaded, well, this gift is for your birthday and Christmas? (laughs) Or did your family do a good job separating those two?
2: Yeah, well, me and my sister are both afflicted with this. Um, so we don't, <laughs> we both have uh, late December birthdays. Um, I'm on the 21st and then my sister's on the 29th. And so all of our presents are kind of combined um, under the Christmas tree, which is kind of nice. You know, you get a little, a couple more presents to open on Christmas. So Glass half
1: full. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, Cliff, um, I just I mean, you're in Tennessee as well, and you're in Nashville. You're our media producer. And for some reason, every time I think about a Vaughn traditional Christmas, I think that you're there with your video and your audio equipment and that there's a big production that always comes after the fact.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm glued to my camera uh <laughs> over the holidays. Um I just try to enjoy time spent with family. And yeah, we're we're everybody's snapping photos now. Um now when we do get snow and ice, then we typically will make a little uh a little video and kind of capture the the snow and ice around here. This Christmas it's gonna be unseasonably warm, apparently. Uh, I think close to 70 here in Nashville on Christmas Day. Uh, but we do sometimes get snow and ice at some point during the winter. So at that point, we, we will produce a little something. But generally speaking, we are uh, just enjoying being together, watching Christmas movies, playing games, uh, going out for a walk, going out for a hike. Uh, tonight, my family of four is going to the uh, botanical gardens to the holiday lights right. display. So we're going out to eat and go into that. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful display and um, just being uh, with our, our family and friends.
1: So, you do live in Texas, but you're an Alabama guy, and uh, you got family down in Alabama. Uh, You going to be heading down there, spend some time with family?
3: Yes, I am from Alabama. I grew up the youngest of four and Christmas is is my favorite holiday. It's my favorite time of the year. And I have to say growing up our we had a ranch. I grew up on a farm in Alabama and we had a ranch style house and it had a long hallway and all of the rooms were off the hallway and and Christmas time or Christmas Eve I would spend the night with one of my sisters back in her bedroom, you know, as far away from Uh, where Santa Claus would deliver the gifts uh, as possible Um, so uh, but i have just a lovely memory of waking up on christmas morning and kind of walking down the long hallway towards the christmas tree and the christmas tree lights and my parents would have uh, lps on the uh, on the stereo for those who know what lps are um what, what were they cuz I, 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 I Math, you know they okay. would stack up the records they would stack up the vinyl records and you can you know and at least our record player which was a piece of furniture it would hold you, you could stack up five or six a vinyl and then you just, you know, play and drop, play and drop, play and drop. You guys are fancy. (laughs) Yeah. And so just walking down that hallway towards the Christmas lights. Um, I, I really, in my mind's eye, I can still just see the glow, the Christmas lights and just kind of feeling sort of pulled down the hallway and as great as, as the, the presents always were. Um, now that I'm 50, looking back, it's it's the glow of the lights um, yeah. and just knowing that I was surrounded by love manifested in all kinds of ways. And I just can't imagine a light more beautiful than that light that's that's in my memory and, mm. and what it really represents. So I love this time of the year.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, well, thanks for sharing. That's
3: great. Yeah.
1: Zach. What are you doing in Texas? What do you, I mean, what do you guys do down in Texas to celebrate Christmas? You like wrestle a steer? What do you do down there? You some barbecue, have a shiner box. What do you do? Is
0: supposed
5: to be in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. This year, I think 85 is the, oh, my high. Um It was 30, <laughs> 35, 37 this morning. So we're kind of yo yoing right now, but 85 for a high. So, um, No, uh, I'm sure there are people who do all of those things at (laughs) Christmas, but
0: I'm related to some uh, of them. That (laughs) it's true. (laughs)
5: Our our family, well, ever since I've been married, we are either in Austin area where most of my family is, or we drive to South Georgia where my wife's family is. So this year we're in Austin, so we'll go to my parents and have a meal and do some presents, and then the next morning, early, probably two or three in the morning, we'll get up and drive to south georgia for the week so it's always a little bit busy trying to see everybody and uh, except for last year we tend to alternate so we're driving at either the week of christmas or the week after christmas um so there's always a good bit of travel but it's a pretty traditional you know family time in both places
1: That's great. Well, Zach, you've got probably, well, Autumn's got the youngest uh, on this call, but we'll talk about Autumn's uh, kids wish list uh, in the opening Mm -hmm. segment, but what's Will asking for Christmas? What's on the top of his list? What's the hot toy going in
5: 2021? Um, He's probably outside of the room, so I'm not going to talk too loud. Okay, sure. Sure. Um, But, he I mean he's gotten all the catalogs that apparently all these companies still send out. I thought that was like done, but uh we gave him like stars to like, you know, mark your stuff when they first came in and like literally everything is marked. So it doesn't mm. really help us discern like what is his favorite, but mm. uh he is getting a um some kind of game system. I forget oh. what it is, but oh. it's his first oh. one. Nice. And so I'm excited but dreading that he's going to ask me to help him cuz I haven't played game systems since hopefully it's really the late Switch. High school, so. Zach.
0: I think it behold, is. Behold. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. bring you tidings of great joy <laughs> for all people, especially people who aren't great at video games, which is me. Like I am not that girl. YouTube has people who in kid-friendly ways will teach your kid how to play a video game. <laughs> You don't have to do a thing. You just plug (laughs) them right in. They'll teach them. My kids are great. That's how Ava learned and now it's trickle-down. She's teaching everyone else. So just don't even fret about it. Just go to YouTube. Merry
1: Christmas, everybody. Pawn your kids off on internet trolls. Oh, that's hysterical. Well, I hope each and every one of you have a, a wonderful Christmas season. I, I, but I have one question I want to ask all of you uh, before we let you go. And What's
0: your favorite Bible verse?
1: <laughs> we'll get into that in the new year, autumn. Uh, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, but as a child, as an adult, and this question comes from my dad asking my great grandfather one time. Um, what his favorite moment growing up in like the 90 Christmases that he experienced, what his favorite Christmas morning memory was. And for him, it was when he was a little kid and, or no, when he was an adult, I'm sorry, when he was an adult and he bought my grandfather these leather boxing gloves, <laughs> and he bought himself a set, and all Christmas morning, they beat the snot out of one another. It was the greatest Christmas morning <laughs> he could ever uh, imagine, he said. Uh, so that was his favorite uh, Christmas moment. As a child, as an adult, what is your favorite Christmas memory? Bruce, go.
4: I suppose as a, ch- as a child, my favorite uh, Christmas moment was when my brother and I, my brother's name is Tim, he's two years younger than I, we uh, got a red fire truck for Christmas that we could ride in an old fashioned metal pedal red fire truck. I still remember that so very well.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Love their old red fire trucks. So, so, Callie, how about you? What is your favorite memory either as a child or as an adult? christmas morning
2: there's not a direct memory that sticks out but i do um remember when we lived in springfield missouri that it would snow a lot of the times on christmas morning like you'd wake up look out the window and the snow would be trickling down and um i really loved those christmases when it was just snowing outside and we can bundle up and you know we built a snowman one year that was really fun um yeah, I think the the one present that sticks out, though, is one year I got one of those iPod Nanos, but it was, like, neon blue, <laughs> and it was, like, the first, like, electronic, like, toy that I got, if I recall correctly, and I just, I loved it. I was on that thing all the time, <laughs> and I still have the same iTunes account that I use Aww. now, and so, like, if you shuffle my phone now, you'll find, like, songs, like, teeny bopper songs like... <laughs> <laughs> so you can't shuffle you can't shuffle my iPod because of that but i just remember getting that that was my favorite gift i I'd i gotten. can
1: so imagine little callie on christmas morning <laughs> downloading those songs had the white buds you know Some to, jonas the jonas brothers oh sure. jonas yeah absolutely
2: <laughs> Tyrus, all of the, all of that and people don't like people don't understand now like how much of a big deal it was to get an itunes gift card for Christmas, right? Like you can't just, you know, download a song willy nilly. You had to pay for every song you had.
1: Well, Callie, um, I remember the day when we get these right. LPs and cassette tapes, eight tracks. Yep. Uh, one of the worst uh, spankings I ever got as a little child was I got my hand stuck in an eight track tape player. Ooh. And I was told time and time again, not to do that. And I did it anyway. And it got stuck in there. And so <laughs> no, okay picture this, no music playing. And so when my dad walked in and caught me with my hand stuck in the eight track, I started dancing. Like I was, you know, if I dance, he wouldn't, he he wouldn't notice my hand was stuck. The
0: Tanner Randall of it all. (laughs) Exactly. Uh,
1: All right, Cliff, how about you? You've already shared a beautiful uh, image with us of, of your Christmas mornings, but what's your favorite Christmas memory as a child or as an adult?
3: yeah i I remember plenty of presents i mean as i said i grew up on a farm and you know i remember getting a bb gun a motorcycle you know stomper trucks all kinds of things but the things that that stand out most in my memory are the sense memories the other day for example we were hiking through the woods and i could smell cedar trees and it brought back a memory of my dad cutting kindling you know, cedar kindling for because we had a wood-burning fireplace um, the smell of cinnamon rolls, uh, the feel of flannel sheets at, at Christmas time, or you know, Perry Cuomo on the on on vinyl. So it, it's the sense memories that I I think really stand out and that carry with me, and that are these kind of um, little surprises you get when you're walking around decades later and you you smell something or you hear something, and it and it takes you back and and creates something that you want to uh, you know, a story you want to tell with your kids or, or share, recreate or whatever. That's what, that's what stands out for me most.
1: That's great. And Zach, how about you? What's your favorite memory?
5: Um, so I was trying to think, and I, I couldn't either pick out one and what came to mind was, you know, I've learned this new term in the last few years. It's not new, but Christmas adjacent movies, so I guess this is like a Christmas adjacent memory. Are you going to try to convince um, us
1: that uh Bruce Willis's die classic hard is uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie?
3: It is. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but our our family like most of my growing up has been in the Austin area and extended family lives in the general area. So we would take these like really large group trips often to go skiing or go to New Mexico and a lot of times they were in the winter and so that that has come to mind of of just the general memory of some people would ski some people would shop and now that i'm an adult like that sounds miserable to plan as an adult um, <laughs> and coordinate but like as a kid who just had to get in the car and enjoy the trip it was a, it was a lot of fun you know we got to see cousins who we might only see a couple times a year and spend a week you know exploring or skiing or whatever it was with them so that that stands out as a really positive memory.
1: Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, thank you all. Thank you all for sharing those memories. And unfortunately we're running out of time, but before we let you go, we've got one last question. It is a question that we have asked 99 times uh, on this show. And Autumn has the distinct honor of asking that question. So I'm going to turn it on, turn it over to her.
0: Perfect. And I'm going to go in reverse order. So, Zach, you're going to kick us off, because I know having a Z leading your name means you've been the caboose in a lot of <laughs> Q's, Um, as an A, who always got called on first. So, um, as you all know, our tagline at Good Faith Media is, there's more to tell. So, in the twinkle light of everything that we've talked about today, what is your more to tell for our listeners?
5: Um... I wish I was still going last. (laughs) I could just say, oh, I I like so-and-so's answer. Yes. um, You know, I I think it's one of those things. I I just always try to remind myself as someone who, you know, is not, none of us are are wealthy in the broadest sense of the term, but we are quite wealthy in in talking about it at a global scale. So Mm -hmm. um, it is something that I, I hope, I can help instill in my son who has more than he could ever need in terms of toys. And uh, to the point that I'd love to throw half of his stuff out and he probably <laughs> would never know it. Um, and yet I realized that as an adult, like my toys look different, but I'm really no, no different than my son. And mm. it, it's, it's easy even in a job like ours where we're talking about justice and, you know, on, on so many levels, what that looks like to, uh, forget how privileged we are to be able to go on these trips and buy these things and have these good memories, uh, that not everybody has. And, and just to remember that as we enjoy the celebration and enjoy the gift giving and not feel bad for it, but remember that there, there are those in need, uh, across the world. And certainly even within our own, um, borders. Great. I don't remember what reverse order would be. I think maybe cliff would be next.
3: My more to tell is love. I think love always has been the answer. It always will be the answer. And I'm trying not to, the older I get, I'm trying not to complicate the simple and Mm. I know sometimes loving, particularly those people that, um, that. Would look good
0: in a headlock. Well,
3: (laughs) that that we're, that we're, um, encouraged to see as our enemy. Um, Mm. sometimes, uh, Loving those folks can feel complicated, um, but uh, part of our task, I suppose, is realizing that it—we have to resist the temptation to make it complicated and justify not doing it. And so, um, I think loves the answer.
2: Mm.
1: Good, I love that.
2: My more to tell, I guess, would be that I just—I just want to continue uplifting the voices of the marginalized, of um, the oppressed. I have a sticker on my computer, just as a reminder, that just says liberty and justice for all races, all religions, all countries of origin, all sexual orientations, all genders, all ethnicities, and all abilities, um, just as a constant uh, reminder of, you know, what's important to me. And that, and you know, promoting justice and equality and diversity um, will always be something I'm passionate about and want to continue telling those stories.
0: I love
1: that. Thanks, Callie. That's great.
4: And Bruce, uh, my more, my more to tell, I guess, would have to do with the experience of Christmas. We have all talked in many ways about experience in Christmas, and, and what that means to us, not just in the moment, but down the road as well. And uh, so, my more to tell uh, is Christmas experiences as we live through the Christmas season this year, and also that Good Faith Media has experiences in 2022 here in the west yeah and i hope that um you will encourage friends perhaps family even as well to uh, to come out west uh, to the northwest coast or perhaps to hawaii in 2022 and experience good faith with good friends in great places ah, i love that Yes,
0: if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift for that special someone, <laughs> a trip to Hawaii is always nice. It's always
1: nice. <laughs> easy to wrap, too. Easy to wrap. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Well, Bruce, Callie, Cliff, Zach, thank you so much for joining us this week on uh, Good Faith Weekly. And, you know, I just want to say not only to the four of you and Autumn, I uh, also want to say it to the rest of our colleagues. Um, it's been an honor working alongside you the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a tough, tough go of it. Uh, we launched this thing during the pandemic. Uh, Nobody foresaw that uh, whatsoever, but, uh, it's just, we, we have such a great team at Good Faith Media and I thank God every day that I get to wake up and be a part of such a great organization and work along such terrific colleagues. So thank you for all you do. We wish you the very merriest Christmas this year. Thanks for being on Good Faith Weekly. And to our listeners, we want to thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, Autumn and I will be back next week for our hundredth episode. We're really excited about it. And uh, until next week, we do want to wish you and your family the very merriest of Christmas. We know it's been a tough year. We hope that you get an opportunity to spend some time with family and friends the next couple of days because it's been it's been tough uh, over this last year. But uh, there is hope on the horizon, and as and as Cliff reminded us a moment ago, it's all about love. God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten and it is a gift that has brought light and joy and open to the world. And let's never forget that. So Merry Christmas, everybody.